0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the episode of the Off the Glass podcast presented by the Griffcast. My name is Nolan Hopkins. I'm here with Curtis Petschke. Today, we're going to be recapping all of the game ones from this past weekend while previewing the game twos, the next two days. So for the Off the Glass podcast, let's go. Back again on a different day. We're yep. gonna do Wednesdays. Um, gonna switch it up. We're gonna do a Monday today. Keeping in your feet. Exactly. We're keep you know we're uh, keeping everybody on their toes. Uh, making sure no one's you know getting too relaxed out there. Yeah. Uh, we we saw some. The NBA playoffs started Saturday, so we saw game ones from each series on Saturday and Sunday. And plus we're all, we're you know we're gonna be on Easter break this week, so neither of us are actually gonna be here on Wednesday. Uh, so that's how we're that's why we're. T- that's why let's we're go. It, you know, that's why we're doing it today. <laughs> Um. So first things first, this is about basketball podcast. But Curtis, tell me, t- tell me what happened on Sunday? The thing that you're really excited about?
1: Oh, uh, for you people that didn't turn the TV on this on early that morning because they started early, Tiger Woods won the Masters. Tiger
0: Woods won the Masters. Tiger's back. Tiger's back. Um,
1: I'm very hyped it.
0: I guess we'll tie that in, in basketball because, like, you know, a lot a lot of athletes were tweeting their congratulations to yeah. Tiger, including you know LeBron James and and uh, others um, of the sort. That um, was a
1: big accomplishment not just for Tiger but for all of golf. That's uh I'll tell you he does he he really does move the needle in golf and how how it goes and how it rises and uh good to see him back on top, get the 15th major and uh see if he can chase after Jack now for 18.
0: Yeah, and uh speaking of uh, athletes tweeting, we made the joke in our last episode after you know Magic stepped down. Uh, yeah. He just stepped down cuz he wanted to start, you know, congratulating fellow athletes. Yeah. Um since then he's actually tweeted a lot.
1: <laughs> um has he i have yeah. his twitter
0: he he tweeted i had a great sunday watch in the playoff games next nets shocked the sixers magic did the same and so like obviously those those are things he can't <laughs> he's like, he he's can't like a tweet. tv analyst now he's, yeah. like, he's like
1: oh big games out <laughs> there,
0: and like he he's just congratulating all all these athletes uh he he, he sent a tweet congratulating tiger woods um and it's just one about Hank Aaron, the ESPN broadcast on a baseball. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny, man. That's you cool. Yay, yeah, hey, this guy stepped down. But, Love you know, him. he's living his best life tweeting hey. congratulations to people. I think that's what he wanted to do. So good for Magic. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's get into basketball. Good
1: for the Orlando Magic also. Yeah. As yes. upset the Toronto Ooh. Raptors, I'll tell you that. Wow,
0: what a transition that was. That was seamless. <laughs> let's you. talk about that game first. Yeah. Um, Magic Raptors. This is a game that... Uh, not many people saw coming, you know, Orlando pulling off the f- game one upset. Upset. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, Kurt?
1: Shocked. Didn't think, I didn't think shocked at all. Didn't, sh- I didn't think Orlando could come into Toronto, especially game one, I'd say. Yeah. Game one and just take one from Toronto. I also, uh, but, you know, hey, it's like I said, it's the NBA playoffs. You got to bring your best Where stuff. Anything happens. Anything can happen. Slow 100% true. Uh, anything can happen. So you, you got to bring your best game each and every night. And I, clearly they uh they showed up they were ready to play um you know who didn't show up that game uh Kyle Lowry how
0: emphasis emphasis on the o in lowry yeah
1: very good i like that <laughs> yeah i like that who because Got he him. dropped 0 points 0 in that for 7 game. from the
0: field 0 for six
1: from three, 0 for two from the line. He even went. Yikes. He had and he also had 33 minutes. So and he had, but out of the starting five, he was the only one that had a plus minus. Yeah, the 11, I was gonna so. say he had, he had a plus 11. <laughs> so he still <laughs> put in some solid minutes, apparently. But yeah, so uh, not, not great look though. Not but the best one look for star not, players. Yeah. But shoot zero has zero points. Not the best look
0: for Lowry, who has been, uh, been notorious for being a. Uh, um, for his lack of performance in the playoffs, actually, yeah, um, we've seen the last couple of years, especially, you know, no coincidence at all. He has struggled to play against LeBron James and the Cavs, mm-hmm. um, so maybe you know, give him some break, you know, kind of some slack there. But another awful performance for Kyle Lowry. True. Um, are you nervous for Toronto moving forward?
1: Um, not for. I wouldn't say the series. I still think they're gonna take the series Okay. Easily. But I, st- I think when when it comes, uh moving ahead, I think you got to be a little bit concerned. I think if you have players like Kyle Lowry just another playoff performance like this, like zero points, it's not going to fly. It can fly possibly with the magic in the next couple games and see how it goes. But I think when you get deeper into the playoffs, you're going to get tougher teams that he could do this more consistently on and They're just not going to stand for it and it's just going to it could just be bad for him. I yeah. don't know. I'm trying to say it weird, but no, I agree. But, but you also have Kawhi Leonard, who drops who dropped 25, shot 55 percent from the field. Yeah.
0: So Pascal Siakam shot 50 percent from the field. So you, he you dropped can 24. have players like
1: this who can carry it, but I think it's you need an entirely team, an entire team effort to win in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not worried for Toronto either. I think it's um it, obviously it's a big blow to their confidence to lose Game One and some some good uh, momentum for Orlando moving forward. You know, especially with such a young team. But, I mean, if you just look at it, Orlando shot 48% from three. Four, 14 of 29. I mean, the odds of them doing that again, I uh, very, very slim. Toronto, a- Toronto didn't shoot the ball necessarily well. Obviously, we mentioned Kyle Lowry did not shoot well. Yeah. Um, you know, Toronto's got one of the deepest teams in the NBA, uh, you know, with Norman Powell, Serge Ibaka, Fred Van Fleet coming off the bench. Van Fleet had a good game. He scored 14. But Ibaka kind of struggled. Norman Powell kind of struggled a little bit. Marcus saw. He was efficient. He you know, he shot 5 of a 9 for 13 points. He probably could have done a little bit more. Um, so I'm not worried. I think Toronto's still going to take the series. It's it's upsetting to lose game 1, but you know, they play a total of, you know, a max of 7 for a reason. Yeah. You got to win 4. Doesn't matter, you know, you win game 1 sick, but you got to win 4. Mm. Um, so I'm not worried for Toronto moving forward. Uh <laughs> I think if if they I mean it depends, you know. I I I don't I don't, I don't foresee them shooting as poorly as they did and i don't so i don't foresee orlando shooting as great as they did moving on yeah so i think toronto will write the ship in game two and i I think they'll take it
1: yeah and from orlando orlando had seven of their nine guys who played had double figures yep so you know
0: and dj augustine had a herculean effort with 25 25, yeah when's the last time dj augustine even touched 25 points like Hey. I mean, it was a great game. Magic RJ, fans brother, should be, yeah, yo, for real. Like, great game. Uh, good, good, some good momentum, some confidence going. You know, again, this is a young team. This is a lot of the players' first time in the playoffs. So, like, yeah. great story. And you know, I know a lot of people are rooting for them, but I, I, I don't think this is gonna.
1: You got that Disney Magic? I'll yeah, tell you that. I,
0: I don't think. When you wish uh, upon a star. Pressure stop. Disney
1: okay. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We are not uh,
0: endorsed by Disney. Yeah. Uh, we are sorry. Yeah, this podcast can get shut down. Please don't, please don't sue us. Um, no, but I, I, I don't, I don't foresee it. Uh, the magic, you know. I, 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 think Toronto wins four straight. Yeah. Um, and I think they beat really? four one. Yeah, that I think, I think they went four straight. All right, there you go. Um,
1: You're here for it first.
0: Yep. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. Um, Moving on another game that was a big upset in the East was the Nets and the 76ers. This is one that we kind of called. We we both said <laughs> you, that
1: you you went down my throat for saying that I, uh, that the 76ers were gonna win the series. And I said the Nets were gonna win by seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nets and seven. You, you You're like, Nets and are seven. you kidding me? And then you may be like, ah, oh, never mind. Sixers and seven. <laughs> seven yeah, seven, yeah, seven, yeah, seven. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, we we both we both said this is gonna be a tough series for the yeah, Sixers. Um, and I think it's more evident after watching game one. Uh, what are your thoughts on on, uh, on the game and the rest of the series?
1: Uh, I still think this is going to be, like we said earlier, I think even though you saw the Magic beat the Raptors, I still think this is going to be the hardest series for any team to come out of. Um, the hardest thing, the, the worst thing I saw from this game was the incident on the bench where they pulled out the cell phone. Oh, Amir Johnson. Yeah, yeah he pulled out the cell phone like, I don't know, my brother. What are you uh, <laughs> uh,
0: ap- Apparently his daughter's really sick, and so uh, he was getting updates on her. So, you know, that, Respectable with with that context it. in, I don't see anyone why anyone would be mad. Yeah. But just moving forward, it's kind of just like
1: without knowing the background, though, it looks kind of fishy. It like, does. It like, does look really. Especially fishy. when the camera guy like zooms in on them and yeah. he's like in a text messages. Were, like,
0: no. And Amir Johnson was inactive too, so it's not like he like just got off the court. Yeah. And you know, um, but yeah, moving forward, I know a lot of people have talked about it. Like, make sure you know, give your phone to a personnel guy, you know, like uh, an employee of the team, maybe sitting behind you, and if there is something urgent. Then you go can, to him, then. yeah. Or if if it is that urgent, don't even go to the game. Yeah, like just be with your family. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it, but you know, with the context there, it uh, it shouldn't then, it shouldn't be there shouldn't be much of an outrage in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a little weird to see, but if his daughter is really sick, then who true. cares what protocol is? Yeah. You know, whatever. So, so that, that's not that. I don't think that, that that's that big of a deal. It is really Interesting though. In the moment, it was like, oh, geez, not a good look.
1: Looking at the stats though. D'Angelo Russell dropped 26. Deloading! Joe Harris dropped 13. And Carroll dropped 11 for the starting five. But then we also had two bench players. Spencer Dinwiddle? Is that Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. I'm sorry. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah. yeah. Dinwiddie dropped 18. The pride of the Colorado Buffs. And Lavert dropped 23. Yep. Davis dropped 12. 12. For bench players.
0: 12 and 16 boards for Ed Davis, too, which is huge because do you know who Ed Davis is? With Brooklyn Nats. Exactly.
1: I mean I he's, <laughs> like a, he's, like a, he's like a he's like a so like
0: I you know I judge players and what their two K rating is.
1: Because <laughs> that's a pretty
0: accurate representation, you know what I'm saying? it's so like Ed 2K Davis, would never lie to me. Yeah, so <laughs> Ed, Ed Davis is like a seventy-two overall. So like with that context there, deal like twelve and sixteen in the first round of the first game of the playoffs is huge. Double double. Huge kick contribution right there.
1: There you go, buddy. Have a good day. Yeah, seriously. And
0: then yeah, D Lo did not shoot very well. He shot ten of twenty-five. Um, he was really cold in the first half ended up getting a little hot in the second half. Uh but are you nervous for Philly moving forward?
1: Um a little bit. I I say yes. I to say I'm worried for Philly because I think they could actually lose a series. Yeah. And I think you look at the, like I back to the stats again though. But Jimmy Butler can't do it all. He dropped 36 points. Yeah. Tobias yeah, Harris he had, had himself, four. He had himself one Tobias Harris had four, JJ Redick had five, and Ben Simmons had nine. And then Joel Embiid had 22. But like Come on. Like, you, you can't have those two guys carrying the entire team yep, each agree. and every night. But, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think Tobias Harris and uh, JJ Radical do that each night. But this is a team that you should be concerned about because they, they can take four games from you. Yeah, I agree.
0: And, like, you, you, you even looked the at Philly, they went all into their bench. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They had a 13 man rotation in game one against the Nets. 13 man yeah. rotation. And granted, uh, um, with Joel Embiid, the minute rest- minute restriction, and J.J. Redick, he was in foul trouble, which is a huge storyline. Yeah. Um. So you know some bench players had to get in there, but uh, you know, Philly they need their stars to step up. This is probably probably arguably the most star-studded st- starting five in in the East. Jimmy Butler, True. Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick. Yeah. That that's arguably on paper the best starting five, because if you look at Toronto, uh, you got. Wa- one, maybe two all-stars in Kawhi and Kyle Lowry. Siakam's probably gonna win most improved player. Yeah. Uh solid shooting guard Danny Green, South Center and Marcus Saul. But if you really just match those guys up, um Ben Simmons is an all-star, Butler's an all-star, Embiid's an all-star. Yep. Tobias Harris is a borderline all-star and JJ Reddick is one of the best shooters in NBA history. True. That that is the best starting five in the East. Yeah. And to only, like you said, out of three of those guys out of five of those guys, three of them scored less than ten points, and that can't happen. No, that can't. If, if especially, you know, Brooklyn's no slouch. They showed that game one, and we said that they're no slouch. They can, they can win this series. I, I'm still, you know, I'm still reluctant to say they will because again, like that Philly team, they're just, they're loaded. They really are. Mm-hmm. They, they've been having the trouble. They just gotta play well together, which is a lot easier said than done. Don't get me wrong, but um, so I'm still not entirely, you know, I'm, I'm not going all in on the Nets bandwagon. But I think this series is going to go six or seven, and I think it's it's going to be tough. And Philly should be on upset alert officially. Yeah. Tor- Toronto, I'm not putting that on. If I had a button like upset alert button, I wouldn't press it. Philly, I'm pressing that button. It's like
1: Deal or No Deal. I'm taking. It's like
0: gotta yeah. take the deal. It's like give me like, like that Staples button, like Staples. Yeah. Like boom. Yeah. Upset. Upset alert. Upset alert. Put watch. Philly on upset alert right uh, now. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, upset alert. All right. Let's move into. The next game, which was Clippers Warriors, I mean, not <laughs> n- not, not really much surprise here. You Steph know. Curry dropped thirty eight. Yeah, talk to me a little about that. It's just,
1: um, it's kind of what we said on the last podcast. Yeah, it's not going. to. We assumed we we uh, predicted this was going to be a dominant performance yeah. by the Warriors at home. It was. Um, I think it's going to be a dominant series by the Warriors altogether. You see, Curry dropped thirty eight. Clay drops twelve. Draymond dropped seventeen. Uh, Durant dropped twenty three.
0: Which, that's all you need from Draymond, first of all. Seventeen—that's like, all you they need. They did you don't go. Need much more. They
1: also did go very deep, but they also probably were able to sit the starter, so that's probably yeah. why they went as deep. But like they played everybody for at least a minute. Like Jarebko, Jordan Bell had two had one minute of play. Yeah. Uh, Bogut had two minutes. Um, but then after that, then they went up a little bit. But <laughs> overall, though, just a dominant performance by the Warriors. Uh, pretty much exactly what we expected. Yeah, and uh, I, I think
0: I think the Clippers. I think they can hang around in most games. Um, they kind of did, you know, there was a point in the third quarter they're only down by seven. But then Golden State went on yeah. their infamous, you know, oh, I'm going to shoot a three offense. Bang, 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 yeah, bang, bang. Yeah, and they just start chucking threes, you know. It's the scary thing about Golden State, there's really not much more. <laughs> I mean, everyone's pretty much already said what is to be said about Golden State. Like, there's no surprises. We all know that if, if Steph doesn't step up, KD probably will. Yeah. KD doesn't step up, Steph will probably will. Neither of them step up, Klay step up, Thompson will. Maybe Boogie will, Draymond. So like, we, we already know we're kind of getting out of that series. I still think it's gonna be a 4-0 sweep. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, hundred percent. Four zero sweep. I, I don't I don't envision much else coming out of that series. Don't. It's um, gonna be.
1: I think it's gonna be a very very easy one. Yeah. Clippers
0: Clippers were a great story this year. Very well coached, Doc Rivers, who should be in consideration for Coach of the Year.
1: I don't think many people also thought they were gonna be here at this point too. So like, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. This, is a, this this shouldn't be seen as like a bad season. I think for the Clippers. No, it was it was it, it, was, a, it was a great season. You know,
0: and now. Now they're going to be on the the superstar hunt as they look for Kawhi or Clay Thompson Hey-o. or Boogie, AD, anyone like that. So they're going to be on that hunt. All right. Moving to another team that's very, very well coached, the San Antonio Spurs versus the Denver Nuggets. Spurs. The Spurs versus Nuggets. So the Spurs put off the upset, the 7-2 upset, uh, 101-96. to um, Denver was a team that... You know, it's actually, it's 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 crazy to think about. Like, We all know, like, in the West, we've known the seeding for like three weeks now. And we talked about this a little last week, how the seedings can still get messed up a little bit. Yeah. So I think our predictions didn't line up exactly with what happened, just because like, that's just how the NBA season unfolded. Um, but the Nuggets, let me pull this up real quick, just so I get I think they only finished a game behind Golden State. Let me... Yeah, they finished one game behind Golden State. Yep. So like, it's just it's just weird to think that not not weird necessarily that's probably not the best word but like if Denver gets that one seed, they're playing the Clippers first round, and the Spurs are playing the Warriors. And who knows what happens? Because we've seen obviously the Spurs aren't a very star-studded lineup anymore. You know, DeMar Rosen's are they're they're pretty much their only stud, I guess you would say. Their only like All-Star caliber player um we very well coach obviously greg pop gets the most out of his players every single time so it would just be interesting to see you know if golden state would have matched up with san antonio first round if there would have been some kind of a difference yeah especially you know when, when it comes to golden state you really you, you, you have no chance to stop them you can only hope to like hold them back a little bit and you you, you I, I would like to think that san antonio would probably do a better job with that maybe wearing them out maybe winning two games in the series mm-hmm. um whereas the Warriors got the f- more favorable matchup in the Clippers, and they're probably going to sweep them.
1: Yeah, and um, if, if you look at Denver, too, they didn't play, like, a horrible game, it looks like. They they had all their starting five went in double figures. Yep. Uh, they also had Beasley on the bench, who put up 10. Uh, their shooting percentage was 42% from the field, but that's just because it kind of, for as a team, but that's also because it weighs it down because Morris had, so he shot 16.7%, but that's only because he took... He, he hit one shot of six. <laughs> yeah, he was so, one of six. Yeah. But everybody else on the team though looks like average run, like just like under fifty percent or yeah. which isn't a bad performance for a team. But like
0: they I mean, shot very poorly from three. They only shot 20, all, 20, 21 percent from three. Yeah. Jamal Murray shot went zero for six. Jokic went zero for six or over three. Sorry. Paul Millsap went one for five. Will Barton one for five. Gary Harris one for three. That does it. Um, the thing that scares me about is about Denver is that they, I don't know if they have. That that guy that will take over down the stretch. This is a mm-hmm, very well balanced team. You know Jamal Murray's having a great season. So is Gary Harris. Th- those are guys that can get you buckets whenever you want. Will Barton as well. Jokic is top five center in the league. He had an off game. He was only four for nine, um, with just ten points. Uh, well, he did have fourteen rebounds and fourteen assists. Yeah. So he's just the Joker. It's insane. So um, I think Jamal Murray. Uh, you know he's a vo- he's a volume shooter. You want him to put up a lot of shots, but he he shot eight for twenty four. Mm. Um, so I would have liked to see some of those shots go to Jokic, who was four for nine, only took nine shots. So Same with yeah. have only nine. So you- you- I would like to see Murray seed some of those shots to to his start his All Star center in Jokic.
1: Yeah. So I'm asking ask you this. you're down the stretch, say game seven of whatever series. You're in Denver. You're Denver. You're down by three. Who do you give the ball to to take that final shot? Um. You need you need that game when it, it's like you just, this one puts you in the lead. Say it's like one one fifteen to. All right, if we need a three, okay, I'm giving it to Gary Harris. Okay, he's the best three point shooter on the team.
0: Um, if you need
1: a two, you're gonna take it to Jokic probably. Down, if
0: uh, if I just need a bucket, let's say tie game. Yeah, I'm putting the ball in Jokic's hands because you we, we see how good he is with the ball. 14 assists for a center. Like yeah. you get him in the post and he can just you know just the way he he just you know sees the court and just can move things around. That vision is so key, and that's why, like, um, kind of like almost like LeBron-esque, where late late game you want the ball in his hands, not not necessarily because he's gonna you know shoot and score, but because he can find that open man. Yeah, I think that is so undervalued. So late in the game, if I'm Denver and I I need a bucket, give me put the ball in Jokic's hands and let him do his thing. Yeah, true. Um, but I so I think Jokic need a needs needs to be more a little bit more aggressive. Um, I, I, I don't think, I think this is a series. Are, are, are you nervous about, are you ner- are you pushing the upset alert button for Denver?
1: No. I'm going to say, I still think Denver's, I think it could go a couple games more, but I don't think, that, I think Denver's still going to take the series though. I'm going to, I'm going to press the button still.
0: Really? But I'm not, I'm not going to call an upset. Um, I think this, I think this could go six. So that's why I'm calling it. Up, I think like, this game was a wake up call for Denver. Yes, I agree. And that's why like upset alert. Yeah. But I don't think... I still think Denver can take it. But I think it can go six. Just because the Spurs are so well coached. Yeah, true. <laughs> and when you, when you combine that with just a bunch of veteran players, for the most part, you know Rudy Gaylor, Marcus Aldridge, DeMar and they've all been here before. And yeah. And they just know how to win games in the playoffs. So I I like them to make the series tough for Denver. But I think Denver's just a better team overall. Same. So I think that will eventually... Um, you know, Show. Each, yeah, exactly. All right. all right. Let's move into another game. Um, this... Boston, Indiana. This is one that I I loved because th- this kind of reminded me. You know, we see in today's NBA, all high scoring for the most part. Maybe the playoffs are going to be a little different because, you know, defense is a little more intense. Yep. So it might not be as high scoring uh, in the playoffs. But 84-74 final. Um, this reminds me of like the early 2000s basketball with like the 04 Pistons when they'd win games like 75-70. Yep. Like I love this kind of basketball, whether it's just fashion. because, what, yeah, whether it's just because like Pacers just could not shoot the ball, um, yeah. But even so, like it was just great defense, gritty. I, I just love these kind of games personally. That's just me though. What are your thoughts on it? What are, what are, what are what are your thoughts in the game? Um, the Pacers, their awful third quarter.
1: Yeah, they have a team outscore you twenty six to eight in the third quarter. Jeez. That can, that can sting a little bit. I mean, especially.
0: I think that. I mean, that's the difference right there. It
1: is the difference. Yeah, true. Um, I like this game though. I like I, I do prefer. I like watching I like the three game. where you get to like watch how many deep three. Kind of like the Warriors play. I like yeah, Watching yeah. the Warriors play, you see, watching Curry drop a bunch of threes from deep. But like having a very good like defensive game where it's low scoring and just like, in this case, Indiana missed a lot of shots also. But like, I like this though. I like. Yeah, I love it. I like the just kind of so defense wins championships. Like yeah, and it's it's a it's a. Uh, nailbiter. It's more of a gritty game. Who can who can fight it out more?
0: Yeah. And I like that. No. Yeah. And, and we we mentioned the Pacers awful third quarter. If you just look at all, all the other scores by quarter, first quarter they both scored 20. Second quarter Indiana outscores them by seven. And then you get the third quarter where Indy where Indiana got outscored so like, 26 <laughs> to eight. And then the fourth quarter they out the Pacers outscored them 21 to 20. So they they won two quarters and pushed another. But that twenty six to eight third quarter was the was the difference. Just stinks. Yeah, it it really does. And but I, I don't see it getting much better because you 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 don't have your guy, Victor Oladipo. Yep. So um I I don't know if there could be an upset in a five four matchup. Uh but it, it is upsetting. We've talked about this a lot. Just injuries suck, man. I really wish Oladipo was playing in the series. The <laughs> East would be so much more like this series, this series could go six. I think Indiana, again, is a very well coached team. They still have some Hoopers on the team. Miles Turner had a bad game. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich had a bad game. Actually, everybody on the Pacers really had a bad game. Only two players scored in double figures. Yeah. And that was uh, Bogdanovich and Corey Joseph. Um, but I'm still sticking with Boston in seven. I'm going to stick with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Indiana's lack of offense does worry me a little bit. It really does. Yeah, because they
1: don't have that. Star piece like Victor Odipo exactly right Who's out? Exactly.
0: That's right. tough. Next game. Thunder. Trailblazers. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> yeah. the Thunder are a team now. Oh. Uh,
1: <laughs> Yay.
0: Uh, we both have going to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I, uh, we both made that pick last week.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to suck it up. I did. I saw it. You said it. Uh, it's out in the open now. It's there. Yeah. All right. What are your thoughts on this game, though? Because uh, I'm not, I'm not too worried.
0: I'm not too worried personally.
1: I'm not too worried, but I think it's also another one of those games where it's like a wake up call again. It's like, hey, you gotta bring your best stuff. It's playoffs <coughs> now.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at Portland, Portland didn't play a good game. They, they only shot four, they shot 41. Lillard still dropped 30 though. Yeah, that's true. OKC shot 39. percent But so it's still uh, kind of worries me because. Russ no, still got his triple-double, though, so... That's true. <laughs> Paul George had an off-game. He shot 8 of 24. He's had some injury problems, though. And mm-hmm. you, you have to... He shot 4 of 15 from three-pointers. I got a yikes. Yikes. Yeah. And you have to, you know, you have to wonder if that shoulder injury is really wearing on him. And if it is, not looking good for OKC. They the shot 15% the from three as a team. 15%. Only two players made threes. One of them was Paul George. He made four of 15. The other one was Terrence Ferguson who went one of two. (laughs) I mean, I want to say I don't see a poor offensive performance like this again. Um, But again, if Paul George's shoulder is really that messed up and it's affecting him that much, Russ can't carry this team on his own. Nope. Steven Adams, he's, he's, he's great down low, but he got bodied by Enos Cantor in game one. Yeah. A little worrisome for the Thunder. But again, like they played, they were probably their worst game they could possibly play and they only lost by five. So it's not, you know, and, and they were down by 14 at the end of the first quarter and were able to fight back and make it more of a contest. So I'm not pushing the panic, bu- panic button yet for the OKC. I still think they've got a lot of talent. Uh, Port- But Portland did prove that they're, you know, they're legit. I, I think, you know, Lillard and McCollum both had bad games shooting. I think they can kind of correct that. Um, still,
1: they still drop thirty and twenty four respectively. Though. Exactly. So yeah, just, exactly.
0: And if we're talking about, you know, the two best players, probably in the, the three best, four best. Let's go four. Okay. McCullum and Lillard. Yep. For Portland and Paul George and Russ. Yep. And if whichever tandem can outscore the other tandem, that's who's gonna win the series. And we Ooh, saw Game I One. Like that. We saw Game One. Paul George and Russ, um, very inefficient. TJ McCollum and Lillard, little less inefficient, and they got the win. So I and it comes down to it really, I think it's Lillard McCollum and then whoever that third piece can step up, and then Westbrook George whoever that third piece. For Portland, it was enos canner who scored 20 and 18. For OKC, it was well nobody, because Stephen Adams scored 17 and yeah. nine, but again his direct matchup at 20 and 18, so that kind of wins out. So this is a very interesting series. I'm excited to watch these rest of the games. Same. Um, but I think it's, it's going to come down to which duo can outduel the other duo. I think that's what it's going to come yep. down to. Speaking of duos, let's talk about the Pistons and Bucks and the Pistons' lack of a duo because Blake Griffin is hurt. And he I'm, didn't play game one. He's probably out for the season. I'm going to make
1: this easy. It's four games. Done.
0: <laughs> Pistons and four.
1: Yep. No. What? <laughs> what? We, uh, huh? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Pistons and four. No. Bucks this and four. game. This game is. This series. This just. Oh, yeah. I that think. That was bad. I, I, that I th- was.
0: I think it's indicative of what the next three games are going to be like. Milwaukee. Really, I'm just to say here. Absolutely outplayed everybody. Uh, you know, th- this felt like one of the two K two K games I play when I play like Duke. Or me. Or yeah, or Curtis. Like like uh, Sterling Brown, their uh, shooting guard, uh, finished with a plus thirty eight plus minus.
1: Drummond finished with a minus forty-five. Yeah,
0: that's just. But I mean, I, I mean, Detroit, good year, but ran into a brick wall. That is the Milwaukee. It's, really Bucks. Only,
1: one, it's only game one, and we're just like, yeah, hey, great season, guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, a good yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, I think they already know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So verdict on that? Still Bucks and four. There's yeah. not much to talk about there. Giannis against, obviously the MVP race is just regular season award, but he is again kind of solidifying his, his. His spot at the top of um, NBA royalty as he dropped 24, 17 rebounds, and 4 assists. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Chris Milton had a good game, 14. Very balanced for Milwaukee. George Hill had, uh, added 16. Uh, this is the, the deepest team in the playoffs by far. Um, I mean, if you look at it, I forgot. They even have Pau Gasol. Like, they have Pau Gasol. That's just weird to think about. They have Pau Gasol. Um, but he's actually injured. But still, this Pau Gasol. Um,
1: Wait, did they? Yeah, they got Pogba's <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that?
0: Uh, actually, funny thing I want to talk about So Found Maker was on the Bucks this year, right? He requested a trade He wanted to leave Because he felt like he wasn't getting enough minutes And like wasn't being utilized enough Goes to Detroit um, And then obviously he's on the team that Got murdered by his former team um, It's just weird to think about Like, I I respect we had, We've had a lot of talks about like players like you know Sticking up for themselves and stuff it's so like, I respect Thon, like, saying, I want out and then leaving. Yeah. But, like, part of me is like, dude, you couldn't have waited just this season. Ride it out with this Bucks team. See how far you can go. And then in the offseason saying, okay, I've experienced the playoffs. I've experienced a deep run. All right, I'm going to go take my talents elsewhere. I don't know. I mean, hey, teach each their own. I'm not trying to, you know, get inside the mind of an athlete because obviously I'm not one. But it's just, like, it's one of those moves where you're kind of looking at Thon you're like, man... You kind of messed up, but all right. all right. That's really all you can take from that yeah. game. Last game of last game one of the weekend was Jazz Rockets. This Jazz is one Rockets. that you know. This has been one of the most anticipated series to this point. A lot of people are excited for this. Game one was not not. Anti- fun. It was
1: very anticlimactic.
0: Not fun. No. Houston won 122 to 90. They outscored the Jazz 39 to 19 in the fourth quarter. Whew. All right, so we both had Houston moving on. Actually, no, he didn't. Sorry. We didn't cuz it series, was it was Houston literally. OKC. Yeah. So. When was houston it? It was. Oh, it was. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way it was matched up and we both took OKC. After yeah. game 1, how you feeling about uh, this
1: series? I think this is Rockets all the way. You think it's Rockets After all, game all the way? Game one, um Yeah, I think they just they're going to outpower them now it seems like. Even though it's even though it's only game 1 and I know it, it, we're all basing this off of one game so far. But uh I think overall though the Rockets are a better team than the Jazz and it showed on game 1. And I don't know if this game I think this game could go a little bit. I don't think it's going to be Rockets and 4. I think the Jazz will give them a run for their money, but I think it's the Rockets that'll take the series.
0: I think I think this goes 7. Um, really? yeah, I think Houston's a good good home team. Uh so are the Jazz. So I think I think Houston wins game 2. Then I think the Jazz win 2 at home. And then I think it's going to be a home home dominated series where Houston wins 5 at home, Jazz wins 6 at home, and then Houston wins 7 at home. There you go. So that's how I think it's going to go. Um, James Harden, the beard, your beard is weird. Fear his it. beard's not weird at all. You should definitely fear his beard. Um, he was pretty inefficient from the floor, 11 of 26. But, um, you know, Eric Gordon stepped up, Clint Capella, PJ Tucker, Chris Paul had good games. Kenneth Farid had a good game. Daniel House. Uh, they'll be fine. James Harden's going to be fine. Um, so, again, Rockies, I think fine. I, I think the Jazz, I think it was a bad game for Utah. Donovan Mitchell didn't shoot well. Um when Rudy Gobert's your your leading scorer, you're probably not having the greatest game. True. Uh but 80% I, from the field though. Yeah, he did. Eight of ten. But um I think I think the Jazz are gonna bounce back. I still think uh, Houston, Golden State, and Utah have been the three best teams the NBA, like record wise, in the second half of the season. Yeah. So the Jazz are not out of it yet by any stretch. No. Um, not by any stretch of the imagination. I so say, I think, be a, I be think they'll be fighting all. back. Yeah, will it'll
1: be it'll be a contested series. I just think Houston's gonna take it. Yeah, the yeah.
0: they'll be fighting back. Um, Tonight. So, all right, let's talk about the games tonight. We already kind of gave a little series previews, but let's talk about, well, tonight and tomorrow and, you know, the rest of the games. Let's let's just give our predictions for these games. So tonight, April 15th, Nets, Sixers, 8 p.m. on TNT. What a great night. Hey, network. we know, you're a big TNT guy. Oh, oh, also, so Charles Barkley was saying, like, he made, he was on air and he was like, he was like, LeBron, you're not in the playoffs this year, so, like, come on our show. Like, you know, like, come do a pregame show with us. So then LeBron tweeted today, like, Sir Charles, like, I got a lot of stuff going on, but I might take you up in that offer. Hashtag King James in studio. Oh, so if LeBron is gonna be getting behind, oh. getting behind the desk, oh my gosh, TNT. That'd is be greatest. really cool. TNT, dude, it's the best program
1: ever. All right, that's Sixers tonight. Who, who are you taking? No, you go first. Ah, oh, it's you first. Yeah, no, you go first. Okay, um, Sixers bounce back win. Yep, I
0: agree. Sixers win. Um, I think it's gonna be close. I think they're gonna separate in the fourth quarter. Sixers win. Yep. Clippers.
1: Warriors game two. Warriors, next. Warrior. <laughs> <Yep>. Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. <laughs> That's all right. There you
0: go. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow Magic. Night. Raptors game two.
1: Um, I'm gonna take the Raptors. Another bounce back one.
0: I'm gonna take Raptors as well. All right. Spurs. Nuggets. Spurs win again. Ooh, I'm taking Nuggets. There you go. Uh, Thunder. Trailblazers. Uh, Trailblazers win again. Yep. Trailblazers as well. Stop copying me, dude. I'm oh. just kidding. You went <laughs> first. All right. <laughs> Last three, ga- last three game twos. pacers Pacers-Celtics, Wednesday night.
1: Uh, I say the Celtics take another one. All
0: right, I'm taking Boston as well. All right, Pistons-Bucks. Bucks. Pistons. No, I'm kidding. Bucks. Jazz-Rockets.
1: I'm going <laughs> jazz, to uh, say the
0: Jazz. Rockets. Okay, there you go. Boom. So make sure you listen to me because Curtis is wrong and
1: I my prediction is right. Uh, we do recall also you did pick the final four. Games. Oh, yeah, the Final did, Four yeah. and the championship. Well, did you pick Texas Tech or who did you pick to win it? Virginia. I had Texas put Tech winning it, I think. Did you? Yeah. I think you hit Virginia. I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember. Yeah, you did pick the Final Four, though, and yeah. I was wrong.
0: Uh, all right. One more thing before we go on this episode. Um, so you guys all know I'm an avid Kings fan. Behind the Cavs, obviously. Cavs, then Kings. Cavs, number one for him. Kings here next year. Um, they made a shocking move. They fired Jorger. Yorger. Um, Jaeger, Yorger. I forgot how you pronounce the name. Yorger. I'm a big Kings fan. Yorger. Um, they fired him <laughs> since day one. Yeah, they fired him. The Kings uh, after he led the Kings to their best regular season record since 2005. So doing the math, that's like 13, 14 years. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. So a little months. bit of a shocking move, Vladi Vladi Divac um, consolidating power, getting rid of Jaeger, Jorger, whatever it is. Um, big, well, King, big Kings fan here. Don't know how to pronounce the coach's last name. Um, it is your number two though. Yeah, so, number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know how to pronounce Larry Drew, the Cavs. Even though he's they actually fired now, but. There you go. Right, beside the point. Um, shocking move. I don't think I agree with it because, I, I don't know, he, he got a lot out of that talent there. But um, you could also argue that this the Kings were a playoff team this year. They lost a lot of really close games. De'Aaron Fox was coming into his own. Marvin Bagley was having a good rookie year. Willie Cauley-Stein was improving. Buddy Heald might win most improved player of the year this year. Um, so you I, you could definitely make the argument There's that... There a lot of ups. Yeah, definitely, Um, you know, I think... I could have seen this team sneaking into the eight spot i think their lack of experience and just kind of just like the immaturity of the team probably yeah. um you know is a reason that they're sitting outside the playoffs right now in the nine seed instead of eight um so a little bit of a shocking move to see jaeger gone um they're in talks to hire luke walton so luke Walton's now gone in la he did not survive the lakers offseason after magic left so He didn't survive the drama show
1: That's going on Yeah in seriously LA. So
0: Interesting inter- Interesting move To, br- to bring in Walton um, Maybe to Help mentor along Those young players more Because I remember we, there, there was a game Earlier this year I, Pardon me I, fr- I forget who exactly The Kings played But Buddy Heald So they are down like six Buddy Heald hits a long three Like it wasn't a good shot But he made it It's yeah. like, You know It's one of those things Where it's like No 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 Yes 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 Yeah Like what's um, he doing Oh my yeah, exactly. gosh Great job <laughs> Yeah exactly Exactly so, I think um, part of the re- – and David David Yeager took a lot of flack because after Buddy Heald shot that, they called a timeout, and he, he he yelled at Buddy Heald. Like, you saw him yelling at him. Next possession, Buddy Heald passed up a three. That was pretty much in the same spot, but, like, wide open, uncontested, but he passed it up. And so, a lot of people are saying, like, man, like, the, the head coach ruined the game because he, he got in Buddy Heald's head and wouldn't let him shoot essentially yeah um so maybe so so maybe uh Vlade Divac wants to get a younger coach in to kind of help the development of these young guys which could be Luke Walton so that's kind of my thought on the move definitely interesting um so we'll see how it goes there Luke, you go Luke Walton didn't do well in LA but I don't blame that all on him it's it's tough to coach a team with LeBron that has championship aspirations when you're such a young head coach true um but King's year next year don't forget that that's all the time tell have for this episode. Make sure you watch the playoff games. There were some great games this weekend. There's gonna be greater games tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Um, we'll we'll be back next week after our breaks. Yeah, after we get back from break. Um, if you're listening to this, have a very happy Easter season. Uh, have a great rest of your rest of your week. It's kind of cold and snowy and rainy and disgusting and wet and disgusting in Buffalo, but we'll fight through it because the spring is sprung it's right around the corner. Off to Florida, Kurt. You're off to Florida. Yeah, of course, Curtis is off to Florida. Oh my <laughs> gosh. What a nice weather I'm off to Cleveland, Cleveland. Um, So the weather's You know Not Florida There um, But it's break, So the weather's always nice Spring break Actually we already Had a spring break It's or Easter break e- Easter break <laughs> um, So that's all the time we have Make sure to follow us on Twitter At RealGriffCast For more news And new updates And not only this podcast But the rest of our lineup And my name is Nolan Hopkins And for Curtis Petschke We will see you next time See ya